0: On to the science fiction. Story number one. Even gods may die. Written by Hetado Humanity. A most vexingly small creature. A random occurrence. As far as anything can be called random. They were conceived through various particle collisions and events that none had deliberately engineered. All Coming together by sheer coincidence into a forming planet and then life And then adapting to the bipedal creatures bereft of hair or natural weapon Forsaking it for simple intellect that we had assumed was barely more potent than that which was possessed by any other of the tiny creatures that walked that ball It did not mean that they escaped our notice, however Rightfully so, all other species and creatures that existed had been wrought by one of us Through hand, tentacle, mind, soul, or other artifice They had been incarnated to serve, to service, or to fulfill the role or whimsy And had been mutated with our flesh to new forms we chose But not the human's we went to and through all gods and servants, Leviathan, Behemoth, Cthulhu, Nathalop, yogg the Yellow King, Jezalaka, Ebertula O, and more. Some amongst us even wondered if they were creations of Azeroth, a blind, deaf, dumb king, who for whom the universe was but a creation of each dream. But those amongst us were quickly and obviously silenced. We simply decided that the human things were just another feature of this existence And so we settled around them And poked and prodded at these creatures that defied us Through their sheer existence They were simple and known to us But the sheer fact that we had no hand in their creation Made them enthralling to us And that led us to toying with the strange creatures It amused us Many of them seemed to possess such strange features, holdovers, I always thought, from their development. Instead of saving their own existence, they would often give it up in exchange for others. Males, but also females, would throw themselves at me, crying out with their lungs of ferocity I did not expect at first. They... Would die, of course On the rare occasion they would wound me Tiny things brought on only by fragmented understanding of truth Which they would call spiritualism or religion But it would often buy time for others The original creature of my focus to escape Originally, I did not allow it Investigating what was so critical about these creatures That one would give up its existence for it But I would time and time again find no special signifier of importance that was shared between all of them And nothing to place them reliably more important than the ones who had expended themselves So I humored them If one creature sacrificed his life to me to try and rescue another I would often let the other go If they made good of that moment Sometimes, they would send deliberate sacrifices with our people to rescue. Some I killed, some I studied, some I moved to new places and new times or new worlds. But in time, those stopped too. Eventually, the humans started changing. They were clothed themselves in not just cut hides, but material made from cured and stitched hide or uh, plants woven into clever little lattices. Well, clever for them Eventually, their woven wearing started taking on new shapes Emphasizing the forms of the wearer Likely depending on the sex of the creature Emphasizing different shapes I imagine due to some form of dimorphism and sexuality They were so small, but their drives were such material Real things were great I took of a few of them to study. They had seemed to place such high value on the smaller ones wearing the big amounts of clothing. The females. They called them princesses, an amusingly adorable honorific. Many would come to save those ones. They would be clad in not just good animal hide and plant, but in beaten and forged iron, often riding on beasts that they must have tamed and managed for war. Those beasts were so much bigger and more immediately powerful. The fact that they had domesticated them and trained them and that they accepted their riding human to guide them, even to death, awed me. I'd never seen one of us domesticate a creature bigger than ourselves like that. I particularly like the ironclad ones on their horses, where others stank of fear. These ones also had them a plethora of other motions, pride, desperation, love, stress, and many more. They would spare no energy to other thoughts, and were charged at me under the desperate belief of their own insignificant power, honed and trained for the absolute maximum potency that it was— must be able to do something. I really did enjoy those ones. I'd make a big show at boasting my power to them. If they managed to endure their new exposure to the previously unknown truth, surpass all expectations that one could set to something so small and weak and still fight hard enough to impress me, I would let them succeed. Some fought like a creature far more powerful than they, nearly killing themselves in the process and sacrificing their all. Many did not, but some few, likely exposed to the great truth, were able to wound me. One, in fact, genuinely drove me off. He was peerless in his sheer martial skill. I suppose a needle wielded by a skilled enough foe can best the greatest of beasts, for that was what he did." Others laughed at me for playing so much with these small creatures, humoring them so. They simply stole them and took them apart to watch the reactions of every new stimuli. I think that we were afraid then. Their traditions and honor and drive had led them to suddenly becoming able to resist us. If they worked together in unison, which they could have done, any of us could be in danger." It was a new feeling, a novel thing We retreated underneath the deepest oceans and bade our time, provoking them less and less That we might not unify them as we feared, turning to other curiosities and dimensions and species to toy with And it worked When I witnessed them again, they had lost that great drive. They had turned their honor and tradition and power within themselves, fighting against each other in a great war where they had had to lose all their honor and traditions to win And with that, they lost their power. No more little humans riding on domesticated beasts at me, covered in beaten and heated iron with proud hearts. I... Was kind of disappointed But it was then when we put back the fear into them We revealed ourselves to some of them The creatures with such small memories had forgotten us And assumed that their reality was all the truth in the universe For many, the sight of us defying their understanding of the universe Drove them mad Once they'd had the power to fight against us But now most of them... Gentle men were broken at the sight of us Some told stories Their human perspective making them spread far and wide About the horrific powers that could crush them so easily Some came to worship us as gods Praying that we might make them better in our image Like the crafted races before them And we did But we soon discovered something that set my soul to joy Other humans, still so weak, still unable to look upon us, were repulsed by the change. They saw them and killed them, rejected their natures out of some unique belief in the superiority of their human form. Others looked at it and laughed at the stupidity, something shared by no other race. I found myself perversely proud that while they did not have the same power That they at least kept the spirit of that power To resist against us no matter how hopeless And while they were driven mad They, like all the lost, fought to save others instead of themselves And resisted our attentions upon them It was almost more noble Then the powerful ones in the times past, cladding themselves in iron, had fought me with such desperation But eventually they became mired in a great war again Now not held by tradition and honor, but through the basic older drive to do what they felt right One side wanted to purge what their leader saw was weakness People of lesser ability, all those who ascribe to a religion, particularly one that worshipped the Yellow King by proxy, and to unite all people under one banner. The other wished to resist this attempt at domination and fought back. Both sides fought against an exterior influence and for their own personal power. To this instant I do not know which side I agreed with on principle of describable outcome But I do know that the former side proved less competent at their head and therefore weaker The fighting for them was hard but they eventually won a shave The losing side had the worst leadership, but individually possessed humans of notable superior personal power, like the ironclad ones of old. Granted, so did the others, but I found myself almost sad for them. Such power, controlled by such weakness, power deserved better treatment than that. But one faction, one of the particularly powerful people, refused to bow. They were like the people of past time for me, for they would die for their principles. And the other humans did something terrifying. They forced reality into the fundamental truth. Their minds, rigid and solid as they may be, had developed such a grasp of reality That they could dictate the truth of existence through their manipulation of reality They called it nuclear fission With it, a tiny section of reality could be cracked And annihilation both reality and truth around it They had pushed the dictates of reality into the fundamental truth And through their science, controlled it Those two responses were just the first In the time after the war we had stayed locked down in the ocean floor They could decide the truth with their mastery of reality Not the way we did it But they could hurt us They could kill us And they did Bigger and more successful devices were developed And dropped into the ocean for a testing They said Testing does not happen directly on top one of us without a reason In time, what simply became a musing chance Became a serious drive to hide They had armed missiles now If we took the skies They would be a good chance that they could see us coming And fire upon us their reality-based weapons That flew through space to avoid having atmosphere issues Some Attempted it all the same They never made it And the humans who slew them Told others who didn't know That it was just an unusual display of reality That caused such an event Others fumed in outrage I alone by then found my quiet amusement A metaphysical tables that turned as they said We were once powerful Now they had us They had seemed so small And frail and stupid But time and time again they'd done things that they should have never been able to manage They domesticated far more powerful or lethal creatures They wrought reality with their womb And their minds seemed so small originally possessed an ability for thought, education, creativity And understanding of the Euclid that few of us could match Sure, only one in a million thought of something new to discover But they could pass that on to the next And in time their mastery of reality gave them as a collective sway over the truth There were so few of us left by then And all of us were afraid to move from our domains or from our dimensions into reality That the humans with their mastery of reality could detect us, follow us And kill us by killing both reality and the associated truth around it It was then at the cap of their world, for it was their world by then, they let off one of their final displays. A device of titanic power, let off only at a quarter of its potential, that shook the world. i had let out a mass of smoke that stretched to the cap of the atmosphere, an energy that could be detected all through their solar system. Reports indicated if one were set off at full power, it would sunder the very Earth. It was called the Tsar Bomber. The Tsar was a kind of ruler, or king. That one of their cultures had had a figure of power and authority. The symbolism was not lost on us. It was now the humans, the ones who knew of us, at least showed us their true natures. We know you're there, and we can kill you, and we decide all that happens on this planet. For we are in charge. Do not wreck with us, for we will end you, no matter the cost. I remember the feeling of horror in my core at the revelation, certain that in a few short years that they would encroach upon my resting place and end me. But they didn't. They forced reality into truth more and more, and accelerated rate. Drawing upon more and more knowledge and technology They grew their mastery and thrust out into space upon those same missiles Now carrying humans instead of bombs Like some sick joke But they never came beneath the deepest oceans Never in mass Never to any great degree Some of the last of us like to think that even now they're afraid of us And afraid to go to the depths I... Personally, don't believe this Many of them have had the power and the drive If they wanted to end us all, they could I think that they don't interest them anymore That being born of causality and reality The worlds beyond interest them more than we And that despite our own power They were happy enough just to let us be Perhaps one day they will learn from us As we learn from them I can only hope that when it comes to that, they will recognize me from the legends told by their ancestors and treat me well enough. Although, I know that is unlikely to be the case. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below.